It's Tuesday, October 1st. Welcome to Skim This. We're breaking down the most complex stories of the day and giving you the context on why they matter. Today, China's government marked the Big 7-0. But not everyone was there for the party. Then, President Trump is under scrutiny for a little phone chat he had with the Prime Minister of Australia. We'll break down what that's all about. And finally, why astronomers are psyched about something that's really, really dense. We're here to make your evening smarter. Let's skim this. Today's episode is brought to you by Karyuma. The most complicated story today is about China. The country blew out a lot of candles today to celebrate its 70th birthday. And a lot went down. So today we're going to get into how China celebrated the day, how China's government is doing overall, and why some people are crashing the party. First up, the big shindig. There was a huge birthday bash in Beijing today to mark 70 years since the creation of the People's Republic of China. That's China's official name. And the celebration was off the charts. Tiananmen Square hosted a gigantic military parade during the day. And by nightfall, it looked like the Olympic opening ceremonies. There were 100,000 performers, dancers and musicians, and 15,000 soldiers who marched by politicians on a reviewing stand. And of course, there were fireworks. In a speech, President Xi Jinping kind of gave the 70th birthday cliff notes. He said everyone in China was full of patriotism. He praised China's journey of national rejuvenation over the past 70 years and said, ain't no stopping us now. No force can stop the Chinese people and the Chinese nation forging ahead. So for China, today was about saying, it's our party, we can do what we want to, and everything we do turns out great. But is that really the case? History doesn't give us a ton of communist governments to compare China's to, but some experts like to compare it with a famous one, the Soviet Union. The Soviet Union held on for 74 years before falling apart in 1991. But safe to say, China's Communist Party looks like it will stick around for longer. Couple reasons. The Soviet Union struggled with basic tasks like making sure people had enough food. But China's economic plan is doing much better. By one measure, the number of people in poverty in China has dropped from 750 million in 1990 to just under 17 million today. Another thing that's helped is that China's military has been making moves. It's gone from being pretty bootleg compared to the U.S. to competing with and coming close to eclipsing the U.S. on some new tech in just a few years. At today's parade, China showed off its latest military toys, which, just to make clear, are not toys. They're brand new intercontinental ballistic missiles that can reportedly carry up to 10 warheads. China's not just showing off its weapons. Over the last decade, China's military has fanned out to small islands in the South China Sea, built those islands up, and effectively claimed them as their own, even though other countries say, those are our islands. So China's showing off its might and basically saying, yep, we can have our cake and eat it too. But it's not clear that's for forever. For one thing, the trade war with the US has been a real bummer for China. One recent forecast said that China's economic growth could drop below 6% next year, 
which is less than what we've seen in recent years. On top of that, the U.S. is just making China look really bad, accusing China of intellectual property theft and pointing out the national security risks of working with certain Chinese tech firms. Looking forward, thanks to the current low birth rate in China right now, there will soon be less workers to care for China's aging population. And don't forget the political situation. Last year, President Xi abolished presidential term limits, which gave him a lot of power. But some experts think that could stifle new thinkers and lead to the cults of personality that term limits were supposed to prevent in the first place. And then, of course, we have China's notorious censorship and continued clampdown on dissent, which many people don't like, especially people in Hong Kong. For months, there have been protests against China's encroachment on Hong Kong's democracy. And today, things got violent. Hong Kong police fired live ammunition, and one protester was reportedly shot in the chest, and there were lots of arrests. Meanwhile, China's been putting out propaganda saying that these protesters are influenced by foreign powers, which signals to some that China's government is kind of at a loss trying to figure out what to do with a continued unrest in Hong Kong, while the rest of the world is watching closely. Not a great look on the day you're trying to show how fabulous you are. So what's the skim? China's 70th birthday party today was part celebration, part really serious government messaging. And globally, other countries besides the U.S. are giving China the side eye. In his speech today, President Xi said all of the ethnic groups living in China were filled with great joy and happiness. But the UN says otherwise. They say that in China, there are a million Muslim Uyghurs being detained and put in, quote, re-education camps. Some call it one of the worst human rights abuses in the world. But you'd never know that's happening by listening to today's events. So don't trust everything you hear, even if you enjoyed the party. For more on China's past, present, and future, check out our guide on China's global influence at theskim.com slash guides. Coming up, we've got the latest drama from D.C., which today is taking us down under. After the break. Looking for the perfect fall sneaker? Meet Cariuma. They're good-looking, comfy, and consciously made. This Brazilian sneaker brand handcrafts each pair in ethical factories that use only natural materials. And Karyuma's high and low top styles come with that perfect broken-in fit. And Skim This listeners can get an exclusive 15% off your first pair of Karyuma shoes. Go to C-A-R-I-U-M-A dot com forward slash Skim This to get 15% off. That's C-A-R-I-U-M-A dot com forward slash Skim This for 15% off today. Does anyone actually talk on the phone anymore? If you're a millennial you probably just send a text. But the president of the United States is picking up the phone. And now everyone wants to see his call logs. Unless you've been unplugged on vacation, if so, we're jealous, then you've probably heard all about Trump's call with the Ukrainian president, which got more than 220 House lawmakers to support an impeachment inquiry. Records show Trump asking his counterpart in Ukraine to help dig up dirt on former Vice President Joe Biden. Yeah his maybe opponent in the 2020 presidential election. But yesterday we learned there's another Trump phone combo that's up for scrutiny. This one with the Prime Minister of Australia. It's getting all kinds of attention. 
in part because the contents of that call were reportedly archived by the White House suspiciously, in the same way that the Ukraine one was. But this call didn't have to do with the 2020 election. Trump's call down under was about 2016. You see, earlier this year, the Justice Department began investigating the origins of special counsel Robert Mueller's probe, the one that looked into Russian election interference and possible collusion with the Trump campaign. Basically, how did an investigation that didn't make the president look good even get started? It's something some Republicans have been wanting for a while, to discredit Mueller's big report. The investigation is being run by a U.S. attorney in Connecticut, but Attorney General Bill Barr, the head of the Justice Department, is super involved. Even though some people say Barr should be left out, because he can't be trusted to characterize Mueller's report properly. So, Barr's in the weeds anyways, and he says he asked Trump to reach out to other foreign leaders for a hand, including Australian Prime Minister Scott Morrison. Why? Because it was one of Australia's top diplomats that alerted the FBI that something was up with Russia. In May 2016, a top Australian diplomat met with one of Trump's campaign advisors, who told him about Russia's offer of dirt on Trump's opponent, Hillary Clinton. So, in recent weeks, Trump apparently pressed Morrison to help Barr get info about why that all went down. Basically, Trump's asking Australia to investigate itself. Both former and current officials at the Justice Department say that's okay. Trump is allowed to ask other world leaders for help, and Barr is allowed to work with foreign law enforcement. But others say that, A, Barr shouldn't be so closely involved in this investigation, and that B, the president shouldn't be helping him, like he's the Watson to Barr Sherlock. Especially since this investigation into the Mueller investigation is something President Trump initially called for. So it's true. Yet another Trump call with a foreign leader is under scrutiny. But whether it adds fuel to the impeachment fire, well, we're still keeping an eye on that. There's a new boss in town at the International Monetary Fund, and she's got a lot on her plate. Reminder, the IMF is kind of like the finance club, but for the world. It's an organization representing 189 countries that work together towards things like global financial stability, promoting sustainable economic growth, and encouraging trade. And with issues like the growing trade tensions between the US and China, uncertainty about Brexit, the world debt nearing a record $244 trillion and the threat of a global recession? It's really not the easiest to-do list. Enter Kristalina Georgieva. She's the IMF's new managing director. Georgieva is an economist who grew up in communist Bulgaria and ended up becoming the CEO of the World Bank. Now, she's the first head of the IMF to come from an emerging economy and the second female head after Christine Lagarde, who's heading off to lead the European Central Bank. After her confirmation last week, Georgieva told reporters, quote, warning signs are flashing, and we must be ready to be tested. We're already getting that quote cross-stitched and put on our office wall. Before we go today, we've got a fun fact coming to you from Planet Nine, also known as 
Planet X. It's essentially a yet-to-be-discovered planet further away than Neptune, thought to be at least five times the mass of Earth. Whoa. No one has actually seen Planet Nine. They were just tracking things like clusters of asteroids and comets where they think it exists. But now, astronomers say that Planet Nine might actually not be a planet at all, but a black hole. They believe the black hole is primordial, which means it's really old and not big at all. Just a really dense lump of matter that could be the size of a tennis ball or a bowling ball. Which means the prospect of actually finding it just got a lot harder. Also, don't get too close. You might get sucked in. And that's all for Skim This. Thanks again for listening, and be sure to hit subscribe and rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to add the Skim to your morning routine, you can sign up for our free newsletter, The Daily Skim, right on our website at theskim.com. It's everything you need to know to start your day right in your inbox. 